here at Lake Grove Presbyterian Church, we recognize the complexity of this season and are inviting all of us to reflect on our experience of this complicated and uncertain time. Good morning, Lillian. It's so nice to both see and hear you this morning and welcome to all of you who are following along with us and listening. Um, Lillian, you've brought a really helpful discussion for us today as we continue talking about how to handle our emotional exhaustion, right? A depletedness that we may be feeling at the this unique time of, uh, in a sense, emerging for disruption, but from disruption, but finding that life still feels quite wobbly. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so attending to what will help in that exhaustion, I invite you to share what you have. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, this is an article that um, has kind of popped up in different spheres in our church. Um, it came across my inbox through um, our Moms Next, Lake Grove Church's Moms Next group. And also we have an elder um, who has shared that this same article with our staff. And so I thought, you know, it has such important um, points that I'd love to just broadcast it and share it with as many people as we can, because the topic is that of rest. And um, so there are seven types of rest and there's a TED talk that's associated to this. Um, the speaker is, um, she is a physician. Her name is Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. And so she talks about her years of research and why um, rest is different from sleep. Mm -hmm. We often talk about, oh, if you're tired or if you're feeling stressed, then just take a nap or go to sleep. And the reality is that that doesn't always work. I mean, how many times have you, yes, felt extremely fatigued um, and decided, yes, I need to take a nap and you do that. And then you wake up and you're just even more frazzled or um, you, know, you feel like just the weight of, nothing's changed. Yes. Um, so this, this physician, Dr. Sandra, uh, Sandra Dalton-Smith, introduces these seven types of rest. Um, and so, of course, the first one is sleep. So yes, physical rest is important, um, but it's not all. And then so the second type of rest is mental rest. And she talks about um, the example of needing um, well, thinking of the person who is extra stressed and uh, perhaps a coworker or even in your family, someone who is, you know, has always has those big cups of coffee, is <laughs> irritable um, and is just not able to mentally put things to rest, even when they go to sleep, you know, their mind is always going. And so, um, she talks about the need for mental rest. Yes, Lillian, I think that one can speak so clearly to this season that we've been living in, in a sense, you know, through the pandemic and then all the other in a, um, really crises that have come our way. I think people's minds are racing and kind of we've all been maybe stuck in a little bit of a hyper aware um, 
frame in our bodies where we're probably not letting our minds rest because it feels like un unsafe to do so. Right. And isn't that funny because most of us are still at home yes. uh, and home is, you know, the sanctuary, right? We, we should be most calm at home um, in some ways. You have that, there's that mindset, but for us to still feel mentally exhausted uh, in our home and perhaps the person with uh, mental, I think she calls it mental rest deficit, um, even going on vacation, going on a hike, going for a walk, it doesn't, um, it doesn't feed into and rejuvenate and restore someone who is um, suffering from mental rest deficit. Mm -hmm. Suggestion is to schedule short breaks throughout the day. Um, and, you know, maybe use your phone or an alarm to set off. Okay, it's been two hours. And just take a moment to close your eyes and to, to be present with yourself, like basically to slow down. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And then as your mind is racing, um, often it, it races at night, you know, just before going to sleep. So have a, a notepad or a piece of paper by your bed and just jot that down and put it to rest, you know, put it aside. So those are two suggestions that she she provides. Yes. Those are such good suggestions. And I know as we've talked through this whole season and doing is um, being aware of how God holds us too. And what a beautiful thing, even in framing our mind, when we have that notepad and writing things down, I'm giving this to you, God, you can care for this. And so I don't have to hold it anymore. Yeah. And trusting, of course, when you need to pick it up, it will be there. Mm -hmm. but, uh, you can let it go. Yes. And I think that, you know, for in our church, those of us who are following the reservoir or even during the Lenten devotionals, we had Reverend Michelle Olson teach yeah. about different types of prayer. And one of them was the prayer of examine. And I feel like there's an overlap there where we can slow down. And instead of like, just, you know, we, we someone who has mental rest deficit, they're constantly thinking and processing. But instead of doing that on our own, just to allow that to have the Holy Spirit guide our thoughts yes. and to, to offer it, it's like an offering when we're doing that. Mm. Yeah, thank you. It's so helpful to tie these, to see how this ties to our spiritual practices, right? Yeah. And can it, it designed for our goodness and our health, our full health. Yes. Yeah. Um, so mental. Yeah. Oh, please go. Oh, ahead. so I was just gonna. Yeah, I was just gonna jump to the next one, um, because there are seven and we have a short time. So the next one is the third type of rest we need is sensory rest, and um, that's just you know we can uh, guess what it means, but you know with all of the bright lights and computer screens and background noises. Um, the many conversations, if you if we're at home, you are hearing and you live with other people, you're constantly hearing other people talk, that could be um, sensory overload. And you may feel overwhelmed. And so um, some of her suggestions are, well, intentionally unplug, you know, at the end of the day, shut your phone off, um, turn off the screen, so do things intentionally to 
deprive your senses from being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. That's that's wise advice, putting a, a boundary on them that will be so gracious for yourself. Yeah. The, the fourth type of rest is creative rest. Um, and creative rest, it's not just, well, here's an example of creative rest. When we go on a hike or we look, we're able to travel to somewhere where um, nature is just absolutely beautiful. I think of going to Multnomah Falls or, um, you know, just experiencing some of God's creation and that those moments of awe. Well, we can't always do that. Um, thankfully, we're in spring, so now we're we're <laughs> we're able to. But it, during those times when we, we can't, um, you know, sometimes it's just appreciating um, a beautiful bouquet of flowers. Which, Pastor Susan, you do so wonderfully. Um, just appreciating the beauty in things. Um, mm. It is one of my intentional life-giving things because it's exactly this, being able to knit together with God's creation and see the beauty. And it's one of the things that sustains me. So <laughs> I understand this type of rest. <laughs> yeah. And so in beauty and in art, um, in music, just being able to surround yourself with things that um, uh, inspire passion and um and joy and beauty. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. That's mm -hmm. good. And, you know, I think it's really helpful. Sometimes I'll just speak to myself. I can feel like I'm so depleted and it feels like climbing a mountain mm -hmm. to try to be restored and which feels even more exhausting. But the more, you know, I think the common word for it right now is mindfulness, right? Bringing a sense to right where you are. And you and I have talked about this, Lillian, but that it is a beautiful world, word, mindfulness. It's like being paying attention to where you are and such a classic gift of spiritual life that God has given to us from way back. Um, but it can be even focusing on that simple flower or a beautiful bush. And it does right now around us that feels like spring around here, trees are bursting. And by just even very small movements, that can reap a really large return. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, let's see, I think we are in number at number five for the types of rest. Um, number five is emotional rest. And um, the, the physician, the doctor, she um, talks about the type of person who um, it boils down to being inauthentic. So someone who is not able, the, her example is a friend that you know you could depend on because she will always say yes when the truthfully she'd rather say no. And um, at the end of the day, she feels underappreciated and taken advantage of. And um, this is emotional rest. This is someone who needs emotional rest. And as I read that, I think about, as I mentioned, the authenticity. Um, if you feel like you are um, unable to be authentic, you know, to say no when you don't want to do something and to say yes when you really do want to do something, um, you know, perhaps just acknowledge that, oh, am I being truthful um, to myself and to the Lord? Mm -hmm. 
That's wise advice, and it brings to mind two scriptures right away. One is let your yes be yes, and your no be no, the clarity of those. And um, the other, uh, the truth will set you free. Yeah. It's and into that open awareness of how things really are. And just yeah. being in the truth is so profoundly helpful. Yeah, yeah. And when we're able to do that, um, then we can have, we could avoid social de rest deficit, which is the next one she talks about. Just socially, um, if you're unable to be authentic with yourself, then when you are with others, then of course, would just, you know, it's that ripple effect, that consequence. And so um, being able to say truthfully, when someone asks you, how are you? Truthfully say either I, I'm, I'm really okay, or I'm not, I'm not okay. Um, right. That builds, uh, that builds an experience of social rest. Right. And I, I think too, she brought up this, you, thank you for sharing this article with us. Um, she brought up um, having a space because there might be in your whole life, you don't have a space to unload really, really how it feels inside of you because it just isn't the appropriate relationships or time. But there's, if you could have someone in your life that might be a pastor, a counselor, a trusted friend, it's not that you have to just say everything all the time, exactly how you're feeling, but that you have a place you can lay down how you really feel. Yeah. And I think that's a, an invitation, um, you know, for those of you who are listening, um, if you don't have someone who you feel like you could just be completely honest um, and for someone that you can feel that social rest with that connection, please reach out to us. We want to be available to you um, to help support you um, and to give you that space. Yes, yes. And so then the final type of rest, it kind of segues into the, the final type of rest. So the seventh type of rest is a spiritual rest. Mm -hmm. um, and that for those of you listening, maybe, um, you know, of course, <laughs> But um, being surrounded by um, fellow believers, it's that community of um, connection and of, of depth and um, opportunity to be involved with one another can give us rest. So spiritual rest is the last one. That's really insightful. And I have a feeling, I know, um, that that might feel even like, is that rest? It has become particularly for those who are listening to this uh, from us, we are from a spiritual community together. Um, but we've had a good opportunity, I'm choosing those words, really, this last year to realize how much it means to be together mm -hmm. and among our fellow believers. And we've been able to make adjustments of how we are together but that that actually helps us rest being able to be together and supported in our community. Yeah, I think with that is, I think of the word of belonging. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when we find a group of people that we feel like we belong, um, it does kind of, I could even feel it physically, you know, you're, you become less tense and it's, oh yeah, 
like I can breathe a little easier because I feel like I belong to this group of people. Yes. And um, I think that's the type of rest uh, she may be alluding to in this mm-hmm. spiritual rest. That makes such good sense. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I suppose um, I would say to those of us who are listening and to both, I mean, for, for myself, just being aware of these seven types of rest is, is, um, is enlightening. It broadens my perspective of, oh, so we don't just need physical rest. Um, and as we listen to those seven types, it, it makes sense. It's not anything revolutionary, but it is um, insightful and helping us understand why am I feeling so exhausted right now? Mm-hmm. Um, what can I do about it? So hopefully this is helpful to those of you who are listening as well. Oh, I think it will be. Thank you so much. And it seems like today would be a good day, Lillian, to have you close us in a word of prayer, just for all as we move towards um, relieving our emotional exhaustion or just plain old, all these levels of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you that your arms are wide and that you um, desire to hold us close to your heart. We thank you, Lord God, that you know where each and every one of us are at this very moment, and that you are calling us not to be weary. Um, I think of your invitation, come those of you who are weary and find rest in me. And so Lord God, we wanna find rest in you so that we could be restored our energy could be restored to live out our lives according to your good and perfect will. So thank you, Lord, for this time. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you so much, Lillian, and blessing to all of you listening. God is with you.